0: Welcome back to Fate's Rest. This time we're going to do things a little bit differently, however I will get us started and then we will continue. So last time our had came to the gates of Robur and I ran into a familiar little goblin. And uh, When this goblin notices him he runs off. And as they give chase through the gates of Rober, uh, you hear in the background. And cut. It's a wrap. Not long after that, our little friend Lyle pulls out a cell phone out of his pocket, and I'll be in my trailer. Let me know when we start when we start again. And uh, uh, the. Um, B.A. goes over and tells the stars of the show, uh, you've got 15 minutes before we start the interviews. And the three of you are clear to go get cleaned up and changed and whatever.
1: I don't think they understand how long it takes for this armor to come off, but all right, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) I got it. (laughs)
2: Have you, you ever to tried off your entire face? Removing
3: prosthetic <laughs> horns from your
1: head? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'll see you guys in about fifteen.
3: Should probably make it thirty.
1: <laughs> oh, with how pretty uh, Zug over there needs to get dressed up, make it an hour, right? <laughs>
2: You know, it's better to not have all the green everywhere. <laughs> green and grays and just gets all everywhere. It's real pain. Huh.
0: <laughs> so yeah, time passes. Y'all come back. And there are three chairs sitting in front of a camera. <laughs> And a um, human man with a a casual, uh, I guess, like casual Friday type dress, jeans and a button up shirt. And he is sitting waiting for you.
1: Beautiful. I don't know. I feel like uh, in this setting, Yobi would still be a drought and she'll just like come strolling up, hair up in like a loose ponytail. Sits down and, like, slacks a loose button-up with a few buttons undone, sleeves rolled up. She'll just sit there and relax, legs crossed, but, like, outstretched, arm over the back chair, looking for the others.
0: Casual as fuck. (laughs) Yes.
3: Now, now you've challenged me to try to describe what modern Callie looks like and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think her clothes would be um, somewhat casual and comfortable, but like very nice. Uh, like, I don't know. A businessman's idea of casual comfy wear probably costs way more than mm what your standard person would, would get.
0: So, like, loose slacks and a cashmere sweater?
3: Yeah, you know, something along those lines. Like, <laughs> comfortable, for sure. But, like, probably a little more dressed up than she needs to be. <laughs> just come and sit on the chair that like doesn't have Yulby's arm over it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> alright so everybody showed up I think Zug uh, would definitely be a diva about the whole situation Pro- definitely shows up last um, would probably be in I mean definitely relaxed wear because of all the stuff he's got to wear to do the whole costume thing um, but yeah tweed and, sweater
0: no not,
2: no no <laughs> Like he he definitely be the 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 hoodie and like sweatpants like because he's just been wearing all that crap so he wants something that just doesn't really like hug him at all. Mm-hmm. to kind of walk in and see that they're both like arms on the chairs and just kind of, of course, <coughs> kind of force himself in the <laughs> chair that's left over.
0: <laughs> this man is sitting across from the from the three of you, he looks looks across all of you, and he says, "Now we have with us the three stars of magic and fate, a story of fate's rest." I guess what we're here today is to. Maybe hear from your points of views, what's happened so far in the story, and let our viewers uh, in on a little behind-the-scenes nonsense that y'all get up to here.
1: Oh well, <laughs> I guess I'll start us up first since I was here first. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, I know tons about you'll be. Uh, or myself, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Basically, we know she's an arena fighter, and she won her way out. Um, Got some luck from some gods, uh, made her way, did some cool things, and ended up with the slot in a fun little town.
2: I don't know if I'd ever call it a little town, but...
3: Well, any town that has that many guild calls is probably something little, but um I suppose I'll go next. Um you know, if you if you were there for the first couple of episodes, uh you would know that my my character in the story, Callie, uh she had a bit of a rough start. Um there is a higher power, a, a deity specifically, that she managed to get on the wrong side of. Um, she lost an old friend. There were these, these crystallized flowers involved that seemed to be causing the problems. Um, and she set about trying to figure out who was behind it and how to fix it.
0: He looks at Zug.
2: Yeah, Zug uh, Definitely grew up in a cave. Mm. Doesn't really know people. Has no mysterious past at all. You know, we definitely know that. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Just, you know, keeps to himself. Pretty easy. Doesn't think anybody realizes that he's completely full of it.
3: Uh, yeah. Well they do realize, so hopefully <laughs> you know that. <laughs> <laughs> um Uh oh, oh
1: well when they all realize it is they, they end up uh, well I guess to realize it, they end up in the city of Liberin. Uh with all the guild halls like you said before, right? And meet in a place where mostly all uh, stories end up in a tavern. Uh where we had all found...
3: I mean, really, all good stories start Ooh, in Ooh, you
1: cut out so much for me that I did not even hear that you were mm-hmm. talking.
3: My apologies, I just said, uh... I just said, a really, all good stories start in a tavern anyway. So, where else would we start?
2: Uh, it's either in a tavern or at a bounty board.
1: Might as well have been both, we had flyers!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Well, you two had flyers. Kelly didn't manage to find one on her way there, but that's all right.
0: This, this interviewer laughs a little bit. He says, huh. the three of you, regardless of how you got there and how you uh, uh, and all your different backstories, you eventually, it says here, you eventually took a quest to help these tavern owners. What was it exactly that you were doing?
3: No, oh, we are searching for lost children. Uh specifically for them that the, the satyr by the name of Faith, but evidently in Liberum when children go missing, the guards don't really care. So uh, parents are forced to, you know, consult random adventurers off the street.
1: Uh, cuz we're the most capable. I
2: still think it's big. <laughs> Well, I still think it's because the children don't pay taxes, so the city doesn't care. Hmm.
3: Yes, well, both myself and my character in the show are still just a little salty about that, (laughs) but it's fine.
2: Well, Zugs learned through his adventures the guards are pretty useless in the world, so...
0: (laughs) One of the actors that plays the guards walks past in the background. Hey! I resent that remark.
2: Just do the script.
1: You've read the script! You see how bad <laughs> they are! <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we go on the adventure to go find uh, the daughter of the barkeeps, and we end up finding... Oh, what was his name? Uh, the little twig fellow.
2: Well, before that, we they went and talked to that uh, baker lady who told them about all the other orphans, and they started connecting some dots that it was a bigger conspiracy than just a couple children here and
3: there. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all of them had strange eyes, just like uh, the old friend that Kelly lost in that first episode. So that's quite the interesting twist. Oh, kind of like Zug's Eyes too, but differently.
2: Not the same source.
1: Yeah, how are those contacts, by the way? It must be a pain. Eh,
3: you
2: get used to them after a little while. Oh, that's good. It's not the least comfortable okay, well thing we to talk- wear. It's actually the tusks are the worst. <laughs> Still dry mouth over it.
0: I'd imagine this drool everywhere.
2: Well eventually you get to the point where you don't even need saliva (laughs) to make drool.
3: Hmm. Is that why Zach's so grumpy all the time?
2: Probably part of it.
1: (laughs) Method acting. Love it.
3: (laughs) Uh Right. Well, we talked to the baker and she told us that there's actually many more children missing. Um, we go off and we go to, um, wait, we, we find, what was, what was it called? We figured out the name of the, of the group. It was the, um,
1: was it the Red Suns?
3: The Setting Sun? No? Uh,
2: I think it was Rising.
3: Oh, Yes. The so rising sun. That was it.
2: Uh, where do they get their names? <laughs> R Us?
1: Probably one of those random
3: <laughs> generators.
0: A random name generator.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't mock the writers writing too loudly. They might hear you. <laughs> Well, either way, they wanted to sacrifice people to bring back the Calamity or something. And they wanted people with the special eyeballs because... Eyeballs? <laughs> I didn't mean to. Whatever. They wanted to people with the special eyes because they had latent magic in their blood or something. Yeah, something, something special. Um... <laughs> and, uh... Let's see. So we went off... To go find their hideout, you know, because like, really, what sort of bad guy doesn't have this cool hideout that's in like the bad part of town and like, you yeah, oh, know, the most
1: rundown kind of-, of town, you remember? That's how. It was a good set design, though.
2: Mm hmm. Well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It wasn't it also where the kids went to go play, too? So it's just all around great set design.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is Elder. That's the name of the Twig Man. This is where we meet him.
3: Right, yes. You know, you'd think. Like, if I were a guard, and I lived in that city, and I heard that children went missing, probably the run-down old part of town where half the buildings are falling apart and the children go to play, There's the first place I'd look.
2: Well, that would have require you to actually be uh, not a guard, because we've already learned that they're not competent.
3: Anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs>
1: um, so we end up there. We we go past some spooky, what, fey creatures that were kind of dangerous, and we end up in a building. Go down, solve some puzzles. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah. Oh managed to find some more of those flowers along the way but uh, we go down, we pick a fight there are children in cages which I mean, who can argue that that's a good thing uh, so we pick a fight they don't quite survive the fight and we save the day yeah, well. bring he the kids
1: back too. home party all night <laughs> at an okay tavern <laughs>
3: Oh, yes, and then Lyle decided that he was tired of existing and just stopped. So yeah.
0: that was a thing. <laughs> Speaking of Lyle, it says that when your venture next started up, you had to go search for him or of him, I guess. it's The wording of these questions is very odd.
2: Yeah, we had to go find no. these thousands of different guilds that all had stupid signs to find more information. I think the
1: props group ran out of lettering, so they decided to use Abyssal.
3: I mean, he talked about the great set design and the great city design, and then you try to get anything done, and nothing is functional <laughs> at that point. But...
2: And and, uh, they were definitely compensated for something with that building, I'm telling you.
3: (laughs) I'm pretty sure somebody got a brand new bedazzler and just took it after the entire building.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm glad I'm not as blind as you'll be because that acting as bright as it was. Oh, man. oh so we ended up in one of the buildings right and we got a bunch of magical objects
0: yes yes you did it says uh you got the it says y'all call <laughs> it's funny because it it says here that it's called one thing which you ended up calling it the was that monocle of truth
2: Like you say, when it looks like a monocle, you call it a monocle.
3: Mm-hmm. It sees things that are true, so I don't know what you want from us.
1: <laughs> call it how it is. I mean, at this point, I feel like I know you'll be better than the writers at times. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: but, yes, we did manage to pick up some magic items. Um got a monocle of truth, Zug got a wand that maybe only had one use so far as I'm aware. And Uh, you got that egg. Yes, I did get the egg. I am anticipating the moment the writers decide to let me know what it's supposed to do. But for now, it's an egg that glows.
2: It's an egg with a spe- something. the yeah, egg with a special, uh, special thing inside. Oh,
1: we should open it.
2: I think Cadbury yes. wants their eggs back.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, if you want to sponsor us, Cadbury, we're It'll- all into it. Just like give us the code, we'll make it happen.
2: <laughs> Man, definitely on that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, we also learned there that. Um, You can use the blood of the divine touch to summon sparkstones, and also to summon Faye. So that might have been what they were doing. Anyway, moving right along, Zug manages to create a wisp that decides that we need to um. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes, you did.
3: And we uh. Ran away to a mysterious tavern that doesn't actually exist.
0: Yeah, that one's got me stumped. And there. (laughs) And there you met uh, a very, very mysterious figure that you still, in character, do not know who it is.
2: Well, I mean, mysterious bartender comes up and says they know everything about you. But aren't gonna help you, you kinda are like, yeah, I'm. Forget that guy, I'm not going back for return business.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm a moderately successful celebrity. At this point, there are plenty of people who will come up to me and say, oh yeah, I know everything about you. And at that point, you just, yeah. you just walk Agreed.
1: away. Mm-hmm. Gotta trust that intuition. Not everyone's good. It doesn't matter if they're a god.
2: If it seems suspicious, it's probably suspicious and get away.
3: Well, also, who leads with that? Like, hi, nice to meet you. No, I don't have a name. No, you can't, you know, ask me any questions. I already know everything about you. Like how 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 much more of a stalker do you have to be? Well,
2: not only a stalker, really? but is that like I, I don't <laughs> I don't know if the Fae are into stalking, but that's definitely something a Faye would say to lead you off the mm-hmm. trail. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> well anyway, um, our characters obviously didn't trust this person as far as they could throw him, and we just kinda left. Mm-hmm. Uh Then we found, oh, we found Lyle again at that point. He decided to exist again, but now he's a Fay. sort of. You find out later that he's not actually, it's complicated. It's more of like a timeshare sort of business.
0: <laughs> Very complicated.
2: Yeah. The worst timeshare deal ever.
1: Oh, but great acting, that kid. <laughs> Try to play an all-powerful god, but also be a child at the same time. He's going places.
3: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Honestly, they don't, they don't pay him enough. I don't know what they pay him, but it's not enough.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully enough to at least get to uh, college, right? <laughs> let's,
3: let's hope.
2: Eh, you don't always need it, but...
1: Definitely as, much
0: need as, he's on that, which, as much as he's on that phone, when y'all are not... Uh, y'all are not in a recording session, it's it's insane that he gets anything done.
1: Multitasking. Totally a thing.
3: Anyway, I, I, I feel like you're just making assumptions at that point. I mean, a smartphone is just a computer that one can carry around in their pocket. You don't know what he's doing on there. He could be writing a novel. Could be the sequel know.
1: to this whole entire script. <laughs> Or he's secretly one of the writers that we don't know about yet.
0: <laughs> he's secretly <laughs> ghostwriting the yeah. entire thing. Oh man, we should, pro- we should probably be nice to him.
3: Uh, <laughs> let's see. We met him. He told us about some doom and gloom things. Um, uh, we had to... Assigned us to a task for him. The
1: war beast. We had to go, what, was it south or north?
2: (laughs) It was north of the war beast. We had to uh, go meet and confront a powerful fae without a powerful fae helping us, but with the little guardian spirit thing it could summon.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was... I do feel like there was there was some sort of plot hole there. He's like, I am a super powerful Fae. But no, three random people. I need you to go take care of these super powerful Fae for me. Because I cannot. It's like, but why can't she?
2: Oh, the time on the timeshare is running up.
1: Probably.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, anyway.
0: Uh, you see a writer in the background scrupulously making notes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, but we had Alder. That, that was the little creature. Uh, such a cute little puppet. Uh, I can't wait until they uh, make little, uh, what, plushies of it, you think? The little toy that everyone gets. It, it's it's going to sell off the shelves better than any action figures of the three of us. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> uh I but think they, actually the really cool what so you... of the need to make it a keychain with a little the, the solar pad dancing things would be really cool
1: Oh, most definitely. I put it right in my car front and center. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then we went on our journey and we ended up uh what? Recording separately for a little bit. That was fun.
3: Oh yeah, we found a weird house that God's decide to play in, I guess.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Your next step of the journey was the Shrine of the Ancients, which was underneath an old, ruined farmhouse.
3: Yeah, you know, where I keep all of my ancient holy sites. I
2: I still want to know the one thing I don't understand with the whole Shrine of the Ancients in the cellar of this farmhouse. How did they lock the door from the inside and get out?
0: I mean, you're in a magic fantasy world. Yeah. Well, they'll probably just say magic. (laughs) You know how writers can be lazy.
2: I mean, yes, but you'd think there'd be some kind of sign of it happening. Like, you know, maybe some scorch marks, something on the floor. Just an empty room. Kind of. Kind of seems a little lazy. I
3: don't know. You send your mage hand through the cracks. You, with a key, and you lock it, and you bring it back out, and you're done. Yeah, mm-hmm. easy as that.
1: Oh, but I had a fun time during my little bit. Uh, I basically just got to go in a kitchen and cook for a while, make banana bread, and get a horse. It was great. Ah, I love that horse on set.
3: Yeah, you just straight up. You you took basically, a they
1: paid so me it. to take a vacation. It was great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: where you met Grandma Rosemary.
1: Oh, she's such a lovely actress. They very tough as nails. Uh, so, just, yeah, go take lessons from her if you need any. <laughs> Saw her off set. Man, can that lady do something.
0: I <laughs> just imagine at this point her... Going and putting a table (laughs) together and nailing the nails in with her bare hands. Just this tiny little old lady, like uh, Betty White size, just nailing shit in with her bare hands. That'd be
1: amazing. (laughs) Oh, but the one lesson that Yomi had to learn from that was uh, a morals choice about who to save souls kind of thing. It was a bit strange. I wonder how that's going to play back in later. But uh, you'll be picked the child out of the lot rather than uh, (laughs) the other two.
0: Hmm. What did you two do on your? Wasn't it also
3: like like twofold though? It was like it wasn't actually the test. It was more of a test of how she solves problems or something
2: usually head first. I remember
3: there being something about that. About her intuition or her heart or something.
1: I feel like oh, it was...
2: I thought she usually solved all her problems head first.
1: Usually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it, she leaves with her Let's gut. See. That's
0: what it is.
3: Oh yeah, her gut. Which is funny, because she yep. spent the whole day eating. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all themed episodes. They're fun, aren't they?
3: Uh, let's see. That
2: depends on your theme.
3: Yeah, what did you guys do? If I remember right... Oh, yeah. Well, if I remember right, for Callie's, uh... A, uh, another divine creature came and decided to, um... just mess with her a little bit, I guess. They're like, hey... You know, divine beings have already taken so much from you. I want your most prized possession. Give it over. So you know, another day in your life. It's fine. Uh. they made her play a guessing game. They were they were fey, right? Uh, it's understandable at this point. Um, they wanted you. They wanted her to uh, guess their name, which. You know, fae name and riddles. And it makes enough sense. Um, and she, after several questions, discovered that this was the Queen of the Fairies. Uh, I. I'm going to step out of character a second time. I is Neko and terrible at pronouncing this name. Hey, DM. Text. Could you pronounce this name for me again, please?
0: <laughs> Titania.
3: Titania. I need to I pronounce it, pronunciation kind of next to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Queen of the Fairies, Titania. She's like, cool. You passed my test. Now I'm gonna give you something, and she got fancy dragon eyes. So now she can see better. So that's fun.
1: Trade with Yulbi, please.
3: Uh... <laughs> 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 Okay, you give me your horse, and I'll give you my fancy eyes.
1: <laughs> we'll see what the riders say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Turns and looks at uh, the actor now known as Zug.
2: <sighs> well, uh, it was definitely a bizarre one for Zug. Remember I said, you know, definitely no mysterious past or anything involved here. 100% grew up in a cave, lived in a cave. Kind of at odds with his tribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he dreamed of a different life. The life of a farmer. In some odd place. No recollection of where it was. But all seeming familiar. Uh, The weirdest part was definitely the fact that uh, all the people... They're there. They're just kind of shadowy figures, no faces. Uh, he gets called into a meeting for war. Leads the warriors to a conclusion that they didn't think of and apparently it worked out right it's still not I'm still not 100% clear on that one.
0: That is something even our viewers are uh, wondering about.
1: Uh, we'll solve it eventually. We're the heroes of the
3: story. <laughs> you know, when I first read the pitch, I thought that Callie was going to be the character that had all the mysteries, but we really just haven't figured out anything about Doug yet.
2: Uh, he's definitely a mystery in, in writing.
1: Man, I'm glad I don't have anything as, uh, (laughs) deep and dark as (laughs) (laughs) y'all's.
3: Well, not yet. Watch, they're gonna do something terrible, like, I don't know, kill off banana nut bread or something. Banana nut? Banana nut. The horse. I don't
1: know. Oh, (laughs) why would they do that? that? That's just, that equals the same thing as when you kill off a dog in any other movie. It, there will be riots, including <laughs> myself. I'll be, like, in charge of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, oh his his ending question in the thing after all these weird, shadowy, familiar events happen, he's asked to choose for a heads or tails on a coin flip. The coin just lands on his side as this other mysterious figure says there's always a choice of or and walks away. And his little necklace he wears kind of now has uh, kind of a spiky helmet to it, uh, a little added detail to it, and that's what he ended up getting out of there as he came back awake and saw uh, the other two in the cellar. Still a mystery to everyone, I think, for what happened in all that situation.
1: Yeah, just about. Then we went to sleep and uh, You'll be wanted to share the banana nut bread she made, uh, but you went for what was it? A chicken lizard in the morning?
2: Yes. <laughs> it was a. It kept interrupting Zug for his uh, morning, his morning rituals and prayers. So uh, Zug decided to uh, go after the chicken lizard.
0: We, we heard, the fans heard that you felt bad for having to kill the poor little creature on screen so many times to retake it over and over and over again, that you took it home as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: let's, 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 can we cut that out by a little more candle?
1: <laughs> 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 oh, goodness.
0: What's all that weird crowing? It's a cat. It's a cat.
2: (laughs) Well, no, no. My my landlord knows I have... It's my new
3: alarm clock. (laughs)
2: My landlord knows I have cats, but I can't have any more
3: pets.
1: (laughs) 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 So, uh, what was it? After that scene, uh, we had a breakfast with each other, and it was great. We had had some fun filming that. Uh, All the improv and all that stuff. Uh, But then we continued our journey after kind of making a cart, because I had Banana Nut, and we could get someplace faster.
3: I thought for sure that cart was going to fall apart the second someone looked at it (laughs) Rock.
2: Oh. That was my first impression as well.
3: (sighs) Do me a favor. If you ever buy IKEA furniture, just hire someone to do it for you.
2: Yeah, pay pay the little extra, just mm. it's a little it's a, lot, it's a little much.
0: That being said, the set designers did say that duct tape works wonders on everything.
1: Oh yeah, I'm glad they didn't have they didn't use the version I actually made for it. They they just let me go at it and then rebuilt it so it was sturdy underneath. <laughs>
2: You you said duct tape works at everything. I'm guessing you've been backstage. (laughs) I work
3: backstage. (laughs) Uh, I'm not entirely sure if duct tape makes up 50% of the set or a little bit more, but. uh...
1: The world Yeah, just don't look under (laughs) things. It looks all pretty on the outside. It's great.
2: All I can say is I don't know how much duct tape is back there, but my stocks are doing (laughs) wonderful right now.
3: Let's see. Um, We moved on. We went to the war beast, which is actually just this giant metal beast of sorts. Um, We found signs of a battle. There were some people there. Um, We found some invisible weapons, so that was fun. We went on in, we found some, like what, dark fairies or something? Oh, and the uh, the fairies. Yeah, we actually right? found them. <laughs> they were just about as useful as guards, only slightly more so.
2: Oh, uh, but they, they might have been maybe a little bit more useful than guards, but a lot more condescending, and really for no mm-hmm. benefit from theirs, because clearly they had no... They, they lost a lot more than we did.
3: Yeah, they, I mean, we come in here and they're just like, oh, you guys are civilians. We know what we're doing. And then they bail the first chance they get. Like, what even is that?
2: Well, the civilians came in with three people. They came in with, you know, just guesstimating probably about 30 or 40 and two of them left. So, I mean, who's the better uh, group <laughs> there?
3: Yeah. Oh, but we're just civilians. Like, what can we say about that? Anyway. Um, oh, then the fairies decided to transform into a giant cat. Of doom. yeah,
1: and that's when they decided to eat. You'll be off the screen to go do other things.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be just decided to take up gardening in the middle of a battle. That was fun.
1: Uh, I think it was <laughs> kind of fun to have that little side thing with the uh, Alder and his actual actor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the man behind the puppet.
3: I'm glad you guys had fun while we were rolling around in the dirt. Oh, I got to
1: fly it. They hooked me yeah. up and everything. It was great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, at least you didn't break a tusk halfway through and you had to stop everything to re- recast it.
0: Oof. Yeah, that... Although, I got to work the animatronics for that, that Doomcat thing and it was awesome.
3: I'm glad you had fun. That scene was a little less fun for me but I can see why everybody else enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah just doing kind of a finishing blow onto it when coming back from the skies sky. That was fun. I get to see the mess you guys made.
3: <sighs> I thought for sure that large okay. I know I knew somebody was running the animatronics for it but like how well could you see? Because you almost stepped on me like seven times.
0: Um, not well. <laughs> I was. It's like a. It's like a robot, like a remote-controlled robot. I just. I was pushing buttons on a controller.
3: Well, well, at least
1: we do our own stunts. So there's that. Take care
3: of that thing. <laughs> I mean, I knew how to deal deal with it. It was just. You know Zug took a nap and be flew off and here I am facing off against this thing and keeps trying to step on me. It was you know Oh time.
1: speaking of naps like after that fight Zug actually did take a nap on set wasn't
0: it? <laughs> oh yeah they even wrote that into the script <laughs> uh,
2: Like I said, try to lug around all that all that gear and prosthetics. You can barely breathe. It was hot in that room with that robot was murder.
3: <laughs> you know, you do have a trailer. You can nap it if you need
2: to. Not when they go right to the next scene after you're in that hot room.
1: <laughs> oh, but then you got to see what Yulby got to do. Um, which was the, the giant tree sprouted and you could see it from the outside. And she, she kind of poorly told y'all what was happening there. Um... Uh,
2: I think everybody just kind of used to the uh, the poor descriptions of events by you'll be.
1: Ah, I love it. Sometimes I can just improv it, and <laughs> the writers don't mind so much.
0: I think I saw the script one time, and it just says, "Describe thing as you'll be." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's just a sticky note for that day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, something more exciting happened after that. Uh, I mean, yes, the tree was exciting, but uh, then we got to find a little, um, a little fey creature uh, that Callie's been looking for. Actually, the one who caused the the problems for her back in the village. Uh, So that was really exciting. Almost got to catch him not quite. You got away, you know, as villains do, but uh, at least uh, Zuck, tell me, did they actually uh, script it in for you to be so annoying and interrupt the monologue or was that an improv that they let you keep in?
2: They told me I needed to do something to interrupt <laughs> and my first thought was uh, some of the old retro cartoons and that's where I went with it.
1: <laughs> Uh Sometimes it's like you'll be sticky notes. I'm glad they gave you something more though.
2: <laughs> well, they told me to stop it and I think it kind of I there was notes but um I kind of forgot where that sheet was, so I just kind of went with my gut on that one.
3: It <laughs> turned into an amazing scene either way.
0: It did. Our viewers loved it. <laughs>
1: Well, I hope they left reviews on that episode for sure. At least five stars, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If it's such a favorite, everybody keeps saying.
3: Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. Um... We managed to get it to snap to its senses enough. It said to find the seal and go north. Later, we woke up, uh... Lyle, who isn't actually Lyle he kind of decides when to be him and when to not, it's confusing uh, and he told us about the seal yep. um, I don't know, really all I'm remembering about the seal in the north is like, go north and the tree and the seal
2: yeah, the, the tree is the epicenter of all magic in the world, it's like where all magic comes from and it's probably the biggest MacGuffin i ever read about, but it happens
1: Mm. Oh, he also told us we were going to the ocean and the desert at some point. I am not looking forward to this entire costume in the desert.
3: <laughs> hey. Ooh. I don't envy you. At least with uh, with Callie, I can you know slim down a few layers. She doesn't need any armor.
0: <laughs> yeah, Maybe that- they'll give you a wardrobe change.
2: The desert's not as bad for mine. Uh, it's more the water, because most of that makeup is water-solid. Oh.
1: oh, you're going to have to get the special stuff, too, when we do that.
0: Oh, oh.
2: Yeah, I'm not looking forward oh. to it at all.
0: Latex body paint.
3: Oh, you know, come to think of it, she even has that uh, that magic armor, the, the ice armor thing. I really hope they choose to, like you know, use something that's actually cold like ice instead of <laughs> having me wear, like, plastic <laughs> in
2: the heat. It'll probably be plastic. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Maybe at
3: least, like, plastic filled with gel or something so it's, it uh, keeps the heat at bay.
2: You, you know, you know <laughs> the network only gives them enough to just keep us on and some of the space things going on. I mean, you've seen what we have. Yeah, do all do that
1: sometimes. duct tape. I don't know how you can expect the gel in <laughs> the plastic suit.
2: All that duct tape, and I don't know if you noticed it, but my right tusk is super glued together.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Need some Jeez. more on that budget. <laughs>
3: I, uh, I don't know how to tell you this without uh, being offensive, but I don't spend a lot of time staring at your mouth.
2: That's... But uh, thank you, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, I don't, I don't do it because I don't want to like draw attention to the jewel again. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: let's see. What else do we got in oh, here? Oh, we She like pulls out a little notebook and flips through her. There, notes. there was um.
1: <laughs> We find out Alder was one of the fairy princes, right? And Lyle's kind of like the father figure going on
3: here. Oh yeah, father of the year. Hey, I lost all my children somewhere in the desert, in the oceans, in the mountains, I guess. I don't know. Go find them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So off they went again. But...
2: Uh, I mean I can only imagine the life of a single father is probably pretty uh, pretty terrifying sometimes
3: Mm. you know fair enough I I, I'll give him that
2: (laughs) single parents father mother anything like that it's gotta be gotta be rough to keep track of all the little ones
0: oh I mean try it on set fairies can just like fairies can just snap their fingers and just vanish you know how hard it is to keep track of a fairy baby
2: well especially yes. the, you because know, <laughs> they like to play tricks on each other too so just imagine it you know you're trying to have a you know, argument with your child they're just like nope and they're gone like you have no idea where they are and they could be they could be on a different world for all you know Or well,
0: when they turn invisible and you're trying to change a diaper that's just it's bad
3: mm. you speak as though you from experience
0: I used to work at a daycare
3: Oh
0: a fairy magical magical children are the worst. Oh
1: yeah. You weren't there for some of Yobi's <laughs> earlier stuff, but I had to do some scenes with some children at other times and younger ones too. They're insane. <laughs> Fun, but insane.
0: <laughs> That's when they switched your armor from the clip-on stuff to the actual armor armor. Is yeah.
1: It? Uh, and because it looks so good, and you want it to be consistent, I have to keep with the armor armor, because... Well, you'll be works with children on all their adventures, so we never know when they're gonna appear on set.
3: You know, I don't know what it is, like, the fondness that these writers have for having us interact with children all the time. I suspect, perhaps... I mean, like I don't know. Children are cute and the viewers like it and maybe a child actor doesn't cost quite so much as someone else, but
2: Well, I think it's also probably really good for the ratings. Mm.
0: People like to see children on screen.
2: Children and Looks animals. It's like the adorable and, uh, factor. They have, they don't really get a lot of animals cuz they can be kind of messy. So I think children are a safer bet for the like, mm-hmm. for some people. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh, uh, that's above my pay grade.
1: We should continue on, right? Let's see, yes, <laughs> yes. Let's finish up. The next uh, question
0: uh-huh. says that y'all, after the the war beast debacle and the the fairy fight, y'all decided to head north. What was going on there?
3: Uh. I... <laughs> Oh, that was the cornfield episode. Was that like a Halloween special or something? Part of me
1: feels like it is, but it should have been a little bit more spookier if that was the case. Uh, but oh man, maybe they're setting us up for the Halloween special and we're just ending up lost. Because <laughs> 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 I'm glad they had a crew out there. I would have gotten lost myself. Uh, that was not...
3: Oh, I did get lost twice when we braved for lunch. Uh,
1: yeah, the crew.
0: The farmer was yeah. so nice. The
1: crew had to get me for lunch. That was it. Was it was bad?
0: <laughs> Wait, that I farmer mean, made everybody chili. Making... It was awesome.
3: They succeeded in making a maze yep. at the very least.
1: Oh, but
2: until it was burned.
1: Yeah, that was that was real fire then. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was an accident that they kept in the script. (laughs) It's like, you know what? We're just going to go with it.
1: (laughs) Yep. for a while I thought it it was just really good fake fire until I was stomping it out myself. And that that was... (laughs) (laughs) Didn't realize how hot it was.
2: Yeah, when they said we were going to do our own stunts, I did not think that was going to be part of the uh, contract. Oh, I got them
1: to upgrade mine after that mess
2: yeah we have done the same fires are a different level
3: I mean doing my own planned stunts is one thing putting out the accidental fires that are caused is an entirely different thing let's see we fought some goblins
1: Saw all the treasures inside the building, but let me tell you, probably all the insides of that was duct tape and newspaper, and everything on top was all the treasures.
0: It's just like spray yep. painted gold.
1: Hundred percent correct. Camera oh, magic.
3: I definitely found at least two chocolate coins in there. So
2: no, it like <laughs> they nice they're design. probably at
3: least three years old. Oh each. boy.
1: <laughs>
2: At least they tried
1: yeah. on that one. Well, I accidentally found one of them on one of the takes. Took a big old bite of that. Was not expecting to actually get into it. That that was a surprise. Oh <laughs> <laughs> So after I found a real coin, hit that one in my pocket and just switched it out during the scene. So I didn't accidentally get another chocolate coin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: be a little unpleasant.
1: Oh, what did you think <laughs> of uh, the goblin friend we had? We, we found him and we let him go. I was surprised they didn't uh, knock him off right there and then.
2: Uh, I think he's supposed to come back for a later thing, uh, based on, you know, how Zug's supposed to threaten this goblin about never doing anything again. Mm. So I, I imagine he's going to come back, probably as a some cohort of enemies at some point mm. maybe
1: probably cause we did yeah, find I him in the next that. town after leaving that set
0: yeah it says uh, that the writers made a mistake in his skin color and they changed his skin color
3: <laughs> who knows maybe he's just a chameleon goblin
2: Or they had the different, uh, different costume lead on that episode.
1: Yeah, they wanted the color to truly show really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but they also brought a few uh, other actors on set. Oh, when we read that script, I was sure that man was supposed to be naked. I'm glad there was a lot more to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Latex bodysuits. Those things work wonders. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, I was honestly because when I read it and then Zog supposed to be asleep at that time, I was, I was, I was just waiting for the worst to happen.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Yes, I. uh, I mean, I know our show isn't um, the most family friendly in the world, but I feel like you need a higher rating for that level of nudity.
1: (laughs) Uh, well, I'm excited for a yeah. few things that are happening in the future, for sure. That uh, might require that level.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: not.
1: Oh no, screen, not on I screen. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay me enough for that.
0: Fade to black. <laughs> you
3: can do That in your own time on the side. <laughs> I won't judge.
1: <laughs> I think uh, that was all of it, isn't it?
0: That is where our viewers have currently seen up to, yes. Our viewers I mean, are very, uh, very excited to see this behind the scenes uh, interview. And they hope and look forward to many, many more adventures with this great cast, uh, you three, and the rest of Fate's Rest.
2: Well, I thought, wouldn't they say that uh, we're we're not telling them anything about this as happening, and then it's supposed to just be a surprise? Uh,
0: Shh, they don't know yet. (laughs) This is going to air right after next week's episode.
1: (laughs) Oh, how exciting. I'm into it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Definitely a right. fun, fun change of pace from other things.
1: Oh well, yeah. So what? Uh, you want us to wave goodbye, or like, how? How do you need the send off to go?
0: Yeah, I guess uh, everybody, do your typical salutes and goodbyes. <laughs> and we will be done.
3: All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here and supporting the show and uh, we'll see you next yeah. time.
0: So love ya. Bye bye.
2: Bye bye.
0: And that's a wrap, you hear the director in the background. Really it's really good guys. Alright.
2: Good, I think it's time for dessert.
1: Oh good, <laughs> I got a date. <laughs> and-